Hey guys, be going live. I'm going live here soon with Crown Megatars drummer. seen you guys one time and that one time was very impressive so appreciate it i hope we didn't let you down oh man i seen you guys when you were in iowa city with carnifex oceano and spite oh yeah that was a good one yeah i took the poster home that night oh, <laughs> oh yeah sweet uh those are my uh those are the brothers i know carnif i've known carnifex since i was uh 20 believe it or not yeah, how old are you now? Uh, about to be 28. Yeah, same here, brother. I got three months, so. Like I saying. got two, <laughs> two weeks. Oh. Cool, it's coming up. So, yeah, it's making me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, in case anybody uh, know, uh, you're the drummer uh, from... Crown Magnetar, if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, my name's Byron London, and uh, I play drums in Crown Magnetar. All right. So, sorry, I'm just waking up, too. I fell asleep a little bit. Good, man. No worries. So, what inspired you to be, like, a drummer, or, or, like, did you play any instruments beforehand, drums, or? Not really, man. Um, Drumming always was something I... I don't know, I just kind of gravitated towards. Um, kind of started around, like, the age 13, but I never really, like, took it very seriously. I had a shitty little Ludwig drum set my grandma got me, you know, fifth, sixth grade, whatever it is. And um, I had that for a while, got rid of it, and then I just played hockey most of my life, man. And when I turned 18 is when I decided I wanted a drum set for graduation. I was like, I'm going to try to start drumming for real. So I just haven't stopped since, man. Damn. Pretty much that. Yeah. <laughs> that's you are very talented uh i was talking to the vocalist from ida care war and he was all like this those guys are putting the pace for deathcore right now that's the boy i love jamie to death i really appreciate he said that love you jamie shout out i declare war <laughs> <laughs> so i know you guys came out with an ep last year but are you guys writing on new music yeah so all i'll say about that is yes there is a new album coming um keep an eye out on our page the next couple months Uh, it's easily easily the best material we've written i feel it's a lot more it's it's different but also crown very much if that makes sense so i'm very excited 
Man, that last one was definitely, like, I think the way I found you guys, I was just going through, like, I typed in, like, random sh uh, stuff on YouTube, and you guys popped up. Oh, cool. And I was just like, I don't know these guys, and I, put, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, these guys go hard. Thanks, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I try to, like, so the whole vision for the sound was basically just to be as, like, chaotic as possible. We were trying to just reel that in a little bit more, kind of just make it a little bit more digestible for people. Yeah, it's definitely understanding, like, with everything going on in Deathcore, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's trying to, like, pump album after album out, and, like, it's like a final a race to the finish to see, like, whose, like, album is the hardest of the year. <laughs> and I feel like you guys are close up there. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for trying. Certainly trying. Like, maybe it's time to trip lower and ashore. Don't, don't give me hate, people. <laughs> and put someone else on top of the mountain for a while. Yeah, it would be cool. We know those guys a lot, man. Those guys really helped our, our little career, quote-unquote, out. So those are the boys. I have a lot of love and respect to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, love, I haven't met those guys I've met well I've met their drummer Austin but I haven't met I met Will like two seconds yeah that's this dude I've ever seen run into a bathroom and run out of a bathroom <laughs> yeah yep. no I believe it they're hilarious man they, uh, they brought us out on our first big tour ever so I will appreciate them till that certainly so I know, how was it touring with Carnifex? And this is a two-part question. Uh, how's it, how did it feel touring with Carnifex, like veterans of the genre, like Deathcore? And now you guys are going to be on uh, Chaos and Carnage with Suicide Silence and um, Dying Fetus. Yeah. So many veterans. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's, uh, we all grew up on those guys, you know, especially Carnifex. Like, I remember, I can remember where I was standing in the park when I first heard Light on My Face. It was the first, you know, the first song I ever heard from him. Buddy walks up, shout out Gabe, puts it in my ear, and I've been in love since. And Hell Chose Me was a big album for me in high school, so to be able to watch them just play a, a good grip of their discography and Dead in My Arms in full, it was, it was such a treat and an honor. Um... Are you excited to be touring with Diane Fittis and Suicide Silence? Because those boys have been doing a long oh, yeah. time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we had got that offer when we were on tour, and I remember just absolutely freaking out because you want to talk about bucket list bands to tour with. So we're very excited. And I've always wanted to do Chaos Incarnate, so I kind of get to knock, you know, like a couple off at once. I'm very, you know, very stoked. <laughs> I'm definitely, a, I'm very excited to see you guys because you guys, are, like I said, you guys are definitely progressing over the year, uh, over the, the meantime, like, and I, I'm glad that positive things are hitting your guys' way. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, I'll be in Philadelphia. I was talking to Drew from, I don't even know how to say their band's name half the time. It's like Sasek. Uh, I say Bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking a ton twister. Yeah, I'm really excited to tour with them too. I'm so glad they're on chaos. The whole the whole bill is just completely stacked. I, I can't wait for April. Oh man. So the funny thing is with that, like when you guys play in Philadelphia, I'll be already at a festival that weekend. Mm -hmm. 
And Sunday was supposed to be my day to do the sites. Then Chaos and Carnage got confirmed, and I'm driving an hour out of Philly. Mind you, I'm in the I'm in Iowa, so I've never drove in Philadelphia. So I'm just like I'm driving an hour out of my own comfort zone to know what's going on. <laughs> just, just be safe, man. Philly, the roads—they're absolutely insane. I've never seen me and all my boys almost get killed by cars ever. The most—it's all—it's all in Philly, man. It's it's wild, <laughs> crazy place. Oh, that's been on a swivel. Now, now I'm a little scared of driving now, in Philly. Great, I have to. Honestly, <laughs> they're crazy. How Philly people are. So, I uh. Out of all of you guys, who takes part of the writing process and, like, who, like, is it, like, one person or multiple are all you guys? Believe it or not, it kind of had started first, like, mostly me and Nick, but now it's, like, everyone, because we all get together and we all kind of have the idea of what we want stuff to sound like, so we don't really ever have to bicker about that too much, so I would say at this point, we pretty much all definitely chip in, um, definitely also Nick a lot more because he obviously has to write the guitar parts we usually have him like structure the songs more and then usually it's like me and Dan kind of just pushing a lot of ideas and then on this last record we really got a lot of grand stuff in there too which is our bass player so it's not really like one person writes everything um we all kind of split the load that's what's up that's I feel like that, in my opinion I feel like if you get all the band's idea it's better because you guys can all discuss like what you feel like what you want to take part of and like put your efforts in and there are like this with you since you're the drummer they can like go up to you and like we want to hear and like you're like no i want to do something heavier yeah <laughs> yeah definitely yeah we mostly just try to kind of part stuff out and just kind of make it all flow together over time if it don't work, it don't work. You just move on to the next one. We try not to think about it too much. Oh yeah. What was the, so? What was the meaning be uh, behind the last album, Codex of Flesh? The meaning. Um, unfortunately, that'd probably be a better question for Dan. Um, Dan definitely writes ninety nine percent of all the lyrics, so. He he usually kind of wraps the concepts in his own head and puts them on, you know, the record. Uh, but usually, I guess the way to put it is mostly just write about being angry and how shitty life is. You know, just kind of typical, <laughs> typical stuff like that. Try not to lean too much in any direction. Kind of make it a little more subjective, but you can kind of get the gist of what you're reading, of what it's about. It's mostly just, it's a lot of emotion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um so okay so what were some of your inspirations that I, I don't know if i asked that yet like to to play drums like who was like that some of the drummers you looked up to believe it or not i actually just toured with the guy that is like he's my idol his name's Jason westmoreland um he's played for everyone man white chapel oceano the face he's played for everyone you can think of um he, I saw him, I think, when I was 14 years old at the Black Sheep. He was playing in his first band called Burning the Masses. And he blew my mind. And I, I watched him ever, ever, like, religion. And so he is... 
probably the number one inspiration for me of ever wanting to be an extreme drummer. But these days, it's it's a lot of guys. It's uh, like Ken Bedeen, who I'm actually about to go out with on Chaos and Carnage. Drums for Aborted. Um, and Trey from Dying Fetus. Uh, I watch all of these guys, and they're big inspirations for me when it comes to metal. Anthony Barone, my biggest, too. I love all of them. So these are just guys I try to emulate, basically. Oh, there you go. It's it's crazy to see, like, like my friend Austin, uh, he plays drums for, like, a local band. He, I wish he would do something because he's, like, done local band after local band, and he's that, like, caliber of a drummer. Like, he's very talented. Yeah. And I'm just like this, bro. You just need like, if a band's ever like this, we need a drummer for a tour. You, I was like, shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. And um, I like, I feel like drummers are like the un, like you guys are the rarest of the rarest to get in the band. Like it's the last thing to get. Sure, and I mean, especially when it comes to an extreme genre of metal, whether it's death metal, deathcore, even thrash, you know, stuff like that. It's it's gonna be hard to find um a drummer that likes to do that stuff because in the realm of drumming, it's even narrowed down slimmer when it comes to guys that play that type of stuff. You know, there's just not a lot of us, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. All right, so with... Okay, I know you can't reveal much of the uh, album, but is there going to be guest vocals? I'm just going to say... That's all I'm going to say about that. We'll just say maybe on that for now. Um, Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. I can't reveal too much. So... Can't blame me for trying. But I, I will say there will be a lot of it being revealed here in like literally a couple months. So everyone is just to keep their eyes on and watch out for the updates. It's coming. Oh, oh shit. So like with merch design, is that all you guys or is it like a company or is it like certain people? Well, so our merch is printed through Indie Merch, great company that they take good care of us, they take care of all their artists, they're an awesome company. But as far as the designs, um, like an example, our last spread was kind of a mix of guys that we just had hit up, you know, hey, could you make us some design, what's your rate? We got a couple of those. And then the guy that actually creates our album artwork, Kalen Stokermans, shout out Kalen, um, he designed, I want to say, two or three shirts that we brought out as well. So we did like our EP artwork. Um, well, he actually, he's actually done everything except for our EP. So he did the Codex of Flesh, Alone and Death, and the new one that's coming out. So, wow, I, that name sounds familiar. Oh, I don't know. He's done or uh, he's done like pretty much everyone. Like he did Immortal. Oh, that's that would explain it. <laughs> yep. Oh wait, I think I'm friends with him. Actually, you probably are. He's like. You know, he's very involved in the scene. Like, if you're going to want some, you want some good artwork, you go to Kalen Stokerman's because this man, hmm, awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Freaking, I think I know, I definitely think I know who you're talking about because I think I added him on Facebook one day and he accepted. And I was like, oops, I think I added the wrong person, but now you, all right. He's the magic man. Oh, yeah. So, is there any bands you guys would love to tour with, like, uh, besides the ones, like, besides Suicide Silence and Diophytus, but, like, any other guys you would like to tour with? I can, I think I can speak for everyone when I say that we would love a Thy Artist Murder tour. Uh, that would be absolutely amazing. I hope one day that we can make that happen. That would be, oh. that would be huge. Everybody start adding dieters murders. They need to add these guys to their bill. Atten, come on, chat. 
For real. Like, I wish you guys were on the 10 Years of Hate uh, tour when they confirmed that. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, that, that would have been awesome. That tour is stacked, and that's gonna that's probably going to sell out every single day. I'll call it right now. Yeah, I, like, I love Diarra's murder. Like, I said, I think I said in that other interview, if it wasn't for CJ, um, so CJ's, the song Chemical Christ, mm-hmm. helped me through, like, I was about to relapse on pills, then I listened to that, and that made me change, like, I don't want to go back down that rabbit hole. Good, man, that's the power of metal, music in general, you know? And I was like, uh, then, like, I haven't met CJ yet, but like every time I see him, he gives like a I I have on my phone. I like he has a speech, mm-hmm. and that man is like when he's very like inspirational. It cracks me up when he says vagina though. When you hear a Australian person say vagina, you know you're laughing. <laughs> God, I got I was always afraid to post that freaking on Instagram or anything because I'm like someone's gonna get offended with this. Hey, yeah, she got play safe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, do you have any other hobbies besides playing jobs? Like when you're home from tour, do you play video games? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty big PC nerd. Um, I still try to get on the ice as much as I can. I love to play hockey. Um, besides that, man, that's like pretty much all I do. You know, I'm trying to get to the gym so I can stop being a little skinny piece of shit. Um, pretty much it. Yeah. I'm not. There's no kind of hang out when I'm home. Usually get like three months home and yeah, shit. Well, at least like like you guys like I think it was amazing. Like the last run you guys did was with Carnifex, wasn't it? Yes, sir. And like you guys got to enjoy the holidays with your family. That probably had to be nice. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So, damn! Holy crap! This interview went too damn quick for me. No, you're cool, man. Uh, I think I'm out of questions right now because, oh, crap. It's been a busy, busy, busy day. Like, I was working on my car, then interview after interview, then, like, breaks in between. I've never done three interviews in one day, believe it or not. This shit has just been nuts. You're cool, man. You're grinding. I appreciate it and respect it. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, ex- like I said, I'm excited to see you guys in um, Pennsylvania. I wanted to go, to, I want to go to Chicago one, too, but, like, that day, my friend bought us. So, like, I go to, like, concerts with my group of friends, mm-hmm. and we go to, like, shows together, and we all made an agreement, like, we go to certain shows together, and I won't be in, uh, like, I was like, I'm just gonna go to Chaos and Carnage in Philly, when I get back, the day that, the Chicago day for Chaos and Carnage, uh, the Devil Wears Prada and August Burns Red is playing in St. Louis. Ooh, Killer. And I was like, I want to go see August Burn Red. I'm already going to go see KS and Carnage. I'm going to go see August Burns Red. I haven't seen those guys yet. Oh, you're going to absolutely lose your mind. Absolutely lose your mind. I saw them at the Sheep four years ago, and it was in the Sheep here. I'm sorry, I'm kind of speaking like you live here. There's a venue here called <laughs> Black, um, and they played there. It's probably at most, man, a 450 cap. And it was incredible. I thought it was probably, for me personally, the best way to experience August Burns Red. It was so intimate. Awesome. I've been to two. I think two sold-out shows. 
I've been to a, every time I die, like before they broke up, mm. uh, sold out show, and that was pretty much hands to asses. <laughs> and that, that was that terrible. Oversells it, right? <laughs> uh, then I w- I don't know if you did, but did you go to the Lorna Shore show with when they sold out that whole tour? Believe it or not, yeah. So I was actually recording the new Crown album. And they were coming through Portland. And so I was like, how convenient. I was upset because I was going to miss him in Denver. So I just texted Austin real quick. And I was like, hey, man, I'm in Portland right now. You come hang out. So, yeah, I got to see him. And that tour was awesome. Every bank. Oh, God. That? I lost a tooth during that. Let me see. No, shit, dude. Holy fuck. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) So, I was circle pitting for a while. I don't get in the pit at all. Me either. I got a drum. And I was just chilling like this. And mind you, I was I had like five layers on. Like, I bought an adjusted hoodie. Like, I bought merch up the ass that night. <laughs> and I was like this. If I could just get hit in the stomach or hit in the chest, I'll be okay. I got enough padding on. <laughs> yeah. And I got punched in the mouth. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, fuck. And I was like, I knew something was wrong because when I got out, I was like moving my tongue in there and I felt something wiggling. And I was like, something's not adding up here. And I went to the restroom and I started wiggling it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. And someone's like, like what's wrong? And I was like this. I'm about to lose a tooth. <laughs> and like, oh, shit. And I, I yanked it out. And I lost the tooth, and then I had to go to the dentist to get the root digged out. Ooh. And that shit hurt. You're making me wince, dude. Mm. I ordered a mouth guard for this year, so. Yeah, I was actually going to make a joke about that, so I guess you're already on top of it. <laughs> oh, bro, I am not losing no more teeth. I, That's, I, I did something kind of similarly stupid, but I didn't lose a tooth. But it was the last day of the the Carnifex tour and we were in Pomona and we were playing the glass house and there was obviously a bunch of free drinks it's the last night everyone was really going crazy and we all decided like we were gonna go mock for fight and you know, we don't talk for, we, you know we, I can't break my arms or I can't risk that and I went in there and did my little pit thing and I, I must I hit someone somewhere and it just blew up this whole part of my arm I'm talking it was so swollen for a week I thought I broke my arm I was like, this is why I don't do this. One time I go do it. <laughs> Fuck. That tour was so good, too. Like, I was so happy to see the Carnifex boys. Like, I wanted to go up to Scott, talk to him for a little bit. But he, those guys always, when they come, like, anywhere, I feel like Scott. Scott's a big influence for this genre. Entirely. I mean, anyone would be lying if they said that Carnifex was not an inspiration for their band in the genre, you were absolutely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even believe it. You know what I mean? They've touched every aspect of the genre in itself through their records, whether it's blast beats, melodic stuff, black metal stuff, straight deathcore. You cannot deny the influence those guys have had. They're pioneers. Oh, oh yeah. Like I'm friends with, uh, believe it's so funny. I gotta tell you a funny story about that <laughs> night. That night, my friend Hodge, a big shout out to him. He brings weed to every show. Uh, we need we go to. Need those men there. <laughs> and so, like, I was messaging Taylor from Left to Suffer that night. Mm-hmm. 
and we all like go out smoke before the show and i'm uh, i'm hitting it before taylor and it, like everybody else is like no we're good so it's just me and taylor hitting this joint like chiefing off of it me and him going back and forth and i'm like and i took a hit and taylor probably doesn't remember but he was like man that little man could hit like a champ God. <laughs> yeah i'm friends with those guys i met them at walmart where i work at walmart full-time and i met them when they were shopping there that is one of my favorite bands i've ever toured with you want to talk about like butt buddies it was definitely it was so much everyone so like family you know what i mean like every day it was hanging out with everyone it was just such a blast i miss it <laughs> definitely Oh yeah, I definitely I, I I believe it because like when I met them there, then I before they you guys did that tour, uh, I interviewed. Oh fuck no! Hey guys, got to talk to him for a little bit, but he, those guys always when they come like anywhere, I feel like Scott Scott's a big influence for this genre. Everyone. <laughs> So, like, family, you know what I mean? Like, every day, it was hanging out with everyone. It was just such a blast. I miss it, <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah, I definitely, I, I I believe it, because, like, when I met them there, then I, before they, you guys did that tour, uh, I interviewed Peter from um, Love to Suffer. Yeah. Shout out to my homie. Shout out. I call him, I call him my brother now, because, like, like, I told my friends, I'm like this. You guys might be playing video games with these guys and everything. I'm interviewing them. So, I was like, I'm doing the real thing. You're over here like this. I just killed you and caught. How do you feel about that? Uh, you're killing it, man. Thanks for having me, seriously. Oh, bro. I really appreciate it because, like, I was like, I went through a phase for a while there. Like, I was just adding band after band because I didn't know how this was going to take off because I, you don't know how it's going to go if you're going to succeed or fail. There you go. Or you're talking to someone that's doing this deathcore industry shit, so I know all about that. No worries. Oh, you guys are you guys are killing it, bro. Thank you got this. Thank you so much. I'm grateful for freaking where we're at, so I can only hope it goes up from here. Like, everybody I've talked to, like, uh, they um, like I asked top five bands and like out, out of our group, and I'm pretty sure like 90 percent of us have Crown Guitar in our top five. That's awesome. Thanks, man. That makes my night for real. Thank you. And I think I wake up to freaking um the song every morning. I I have a three alarm set like three different songs from Spotify. Mm -hmm. So like the first one is fucking scary as fuck. It's um suicide silence sleeps to the substance. Oh, good one. Yeah. Definitely. Then it goes, uh, you guys with Grave Rot. Grave Rot. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm waking up. Fuck. That's my favorite song on the EP. Then fucking, um, my last one is a Carnifex song. I forget what it is, but every time I hear it, it's like, fuck. I need to wake up for work. How's the intro, though? Uh, you know? Uh-uh. Let me look. I got Spotify on my phone and all that shit. Like I said, I woke up, like I have a, I had an alarm set and I, every alarm I have set music, like I have to wake up 
to something I love, and I love music, so I'm just like, eh, this isn't going to bug me when I wake up. No, oh, for sure, same, man. I've always thought I was weird for liking music as much as I did, but, you know, you get older and you find your communities and you realize there's a lot of people like you. Uh, it's on Slow Death, I know that. <sighs> Such a good album. John, Me, and Blood, that's the song. Yep. They actually played that on tour, too. It was awesome. Oh, fuck. I wanted to go up to, like, and get their set list, but everybody in fucking Iowa City's tall as fuck. I hate those assholes. Call <laughs> you, my boy. Oh, fuck. So, I don't think I have any more, like, questions or any more stories or anything for you, brother. I really appreciate you doing this, man. Like, I would... Uh, I'll hit you up in Philly and shit. Thank God weed's legal there. Yeah, man, just hit me a couple smoke and just uh, yeah, just shoot me a message. I'll I'll get you in. Oh, oh I was gonna say <laughs> I gotta talk to so many people. Uh, so that tour we were talking about for Thy Art, <laughs> my friend's son wants to go, and I was like buying a shit ton of tickets at once, mm. and I forgot it. The IR ticket in the in Chicago, and they sold out in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> happens, dude. I uh, my brother has never really seen like a real, real metal show, and I was gonna take him to. The, it was like IR. I forget who it was. Right before the pandemic, I bought the tickets, and the pandemic happened. I got refunded, and that was yeah. Oh fuck! All right, brother. Uh, I'll catch you in Philly. Uh, I'll, since, like, uh, I'm in Philly and it's legal there, I'll go to the Spitzeria for a week, uh, I'll drive there. Yeah. As long as the person I take with doesn't narc, and if we get pulled over, it doesn't look over, like, God. Like, shit, I'm fuck right. up. Colorado, <laughs> worry about this stuff, so it's interesting when I hear other people's concerns. Oh, bro, I, well, so, she, uh, the person I'm bringing lives in Illinois, and Illinois is legal. Yeah. Well, I'm in, is it, is it? It's legal in Chicago. Yeah, it's all, all legal in um, Illinois, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, they, uh, I live in a state, I live in Iowa, so fuck our governor. Excuse my language, if people are political here, fuck our governor. She was the one during COVID, did not want to pass a bill for legalized marijuana, but was okay taking alcohol, like having Uber Eats or DoorDash deliver alcohol. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. that makes sense. So, so. All right, bro. You have a good rest of your night. You too, man. Be safe. Thanks for having me. Seriously. Oh no problem. I'm gonna uh, like I said in a roughly a week or two. I'll probably have our interview on Spotify, and I'll make more statuses throughout the week. Sweet man. Yeah, you already noticed. Let me know, and I'll share it. Fuck yeah. Take it easy, brother. You too, man. Thank you again. Have a good one.